Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 12. You know, back in the day, it was called maternity leave. But thank goodness we all figured out that biological mothers aren't the only ones that need time to bond with a new child in their home. No matter how that child got there, whether through birth, adoption, or something else, acclimating to a new member of the family, well, that takes time. And trying to do that while working can really be a struggle. But many people don't have any choice because they can't afford to take time off of work to settle into being a new parent. That's why parental leave policies are becoming more and more popular, and probably why you're thinking of putting one in place. After all, it's a great big feather in your cap of employer of choice. In fact, the U.S. is the only industrialized nation without paid parental leave. And while some U.S. employers have tried to address the issue, the 2019 Mercer survey revealed that only 40% of employers offer any form of paid parental leave. So, congratulations. You've decided to become part of the elite 40%. By the way, that number is up from approximately 25% in 2015, so we are moving in the right direction. But what should go in this type of policy, and what will it even look like? And because, after all, we are business owners, how much will it cost you? Okay, well, first let's look at who it should cover. It should be gender neutral, because everyone should be entitled to parental leave, And it's a nice idea to let your employees take the time off for birth, adoption, or placement of a child in the home for foster care. Because after all, each of those situations mean there's a new family member that needs attention and care. And don't forget, depending on the size of your company and where you're located, there may be employment laws that protect your employee's job. For instance, if you have 50 or more employees, you have the Family Medical Leave Act, or FMLA, to think about. It gives up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave to your employees to take care of themselves or a family member or to bond with a new child. And even if you have less than 50 employees, depending on your state, you may still have protected leaves to think about. Here in California, we have our version of FMLA called the California Family Rights Act or CIFRA, and it covers companies with as few as five employees. It provides all the same protections FMLA does, but, and this is really important to keep in mind, in some cases, it's not concurrent, meaning the FMLA clock and the CIFRA clock may not run at the same time in all cases. 
So you potentially could be looking at giving CIFRA time and then FMLA time after that. That could be a lot of time. Now, as you probably noticed, the laws around leave are really complicated and you really do need to stay on top of them because if you miss something, the penalties could cost you a lot of money. But you don't have to worry on that front because I have something that can take care of that worry, but more on that later. For right now, back to your proposed parental leave policy. You'll notice that all these mandated leaves are unpaid, so that's the reason a company parental leave policy is such a great thing. Most times it doesn't extend the time off, but it does provide for some level of pay. And to top it off, you get to decide since it's not mandated. So if you wanted to give six months and stair-step the salary, something like the first three months is full salary and the next three months is half salary or no salary, well, you could do that. Or four months, the first two at full salary, the third month at half salary, and the fourth month unpaid. Again, because it's your policy, you can design it any way you want to, as long as you don't make the available leave time less than the mandated leave of, say, 12 weeks. Of course, the more generous the policy, the better outcome you'll have with your team. Giving four, five, or six months of full salary, well, that's a huge benefit and one that potential hires will really take note of. Now, on to the money. Well, it's important that you take full advantage of any paid programs that are available. For instance, many states have some version of paid family leave, so coordinate that state finance leave time with your parental leave policy. Let them work together so the state does some of the heavy lifting for you. Also, because things seem to constantly be in flux, make sure to check in with your accountant to see if there are any tax credits that can ease the burden. You never know, you can find business tax credits tucked in the oddest of bills these days. But the real bedrock answer? Well, it's a cost of doing business. Just like payroll taxes and technology, you have to factor in the cost. Make it part of your budget. Build up a line item so you have the funds if and when you need them. And remember, the return on investment will be huge. You'll have a better chance of retaining high-performing team members, and you get to wear the best of employer jacket and attract highly skilled people. Now, earlier I mentioned the complexity around the leave laws. Honestly, it's one of the most involved situations we HR pros have to do, particularly in California. There are lots of laws to comply with and they play, or should I say don't play, well with one another. And they happen all the time. You know, someone walks into your office and tells you they're pregnant. What are you supposed to do next? Well, the downside of making a mistake, not giving an employee everything they're entitled to, well, that can stop you dead in your tracks. Listen, I understand this isn't your zone of genius. It's not what you want to or need to spend your time trying to understand. Frankly, you just need to know what to do next and after that and after that so you can get on with your day. Well, never fear. I'm going to take you by the hand, explain everything about California leave programs and walk you through step by step so you have a bullet list of what to do when. And you'll get all the documents, forms and notices you'll need to get everything done quickly and easily. Just use the link in the show notes to find out more and get all the help you need. Don't worry, you got this and we've got you. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, 
same place.